Hi, Karen. Happy January 3rd, 2022. Holy shit. The calendar has turned. Ah. It's so good to see you. I'm so happy we're doing this again. <laughs> no. So happy to see you, Katie. I'm sorry I made that sound. 2022 freaks me out. <laughs> just going to say that. Yeah. Uh, just feels weird to say. But of course, I'm delighted to see you. And uh, listeners, a little behind the scenes, Katie and I are recording three episodes on the same day. So we have now greeted each other <laughs> five times. <laughs> so true and then we've created each other in like our real conversation which is not recorded <laughs> correct yes, yes. exactly so <laughs> we're still in the same clothes people but yes <laughs> it's just i'm just as happy to see you now as same. i was an hour and a half ago <laughs> same yes as we were when we said we were happy to see each other like 16 minutes ago when we recorded our second mini pod oh my god <laughs> Wow. I don't know how I'm going to feel on January 3rd. Although I did find out that work is closed for me on January 3rd, because apparently that's the observed new year's day holiday. I don't know. Is it, is it going to be closed for you too? I heard that that's like, that's going to be still a bank holiday because the first is on a Saturday. That's so weird. So we're, we're celebrating it or observing it on the 31st. Oh, okay. That's what the like federal government calendar said. I know it's weird, but yeah, I've heard of people also getting Monday off. I mean, I'll take any, as many days off as I can get. I'm happy to have Friday off too, but same. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, totally. Short week to start the year. Perfect. No, kind of amazing. Yeah. I'm excited about it, but, um, yeah, I also love this topic because basically, so diving straight in, um, yeah. this topic came from someone in my life who has been struggling to access joy in their life at the moment, which frankly, is not an uncommon thing. I would say like in my control group of just my inner circle, I would say that that's, that's a pretty common constant for many people. Would you, would you agree? Yes. Yes, I would. And that, um, it's, it's one of those things. It's amazing how quickly joy recedes from you. Like, how quickly you can just be in this place of like, I'm never going to be happy again. Everything sucks. I just live here now. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And one of the things they said to me was they were referring back to a television show they watched as a child. And they were saying like, Oh, I really love this show. And I mentioned to them when I was talking to them, like, well, you know, that show might actually still bring you joy. Like so many years later, would you ever consider watching it, you know, or looking it up like on Netflix or Amazon or YouTube or whatever? And they were like, actually, that might be kind of helpful. And it really made me think, Karen, about talking about this more. And I'm so glad we're addressing this because basically the idea for this podcast is, or this episode is recalling past joys or prompts to access joys that, you know, if we're feeling like, things are just really heavy right now. And that could be the case for a lot of people. Some people might be like, oh my God, I'm a rocket ship. I feel like I'm shitting rainbows after the holidays. I'm so happy right now. Good. I'm so happy for you all. Like that's amazing. And continue your shitting. Like that's amazing. But like, (laughs) but but really (laughs) some people might not think that I know it's a pretty bad visual, but like maybe, maybe I need to perfect that one. But I do think- (laughs) <laughs> I, my metaphors are on point for 2022. Continue your shitting. <laughs> yeah. 2022. Yes, exactly. That's going to be the title. Continue your shitting in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But yes, but if you're not feeling that 
high vibration way, it's okay. Whatever you're feeling is okay. Hence the name of our podcast. Um, but I also think that it can feel sometimes heavy in the beginning of the year. Like, okay, this is the year that this, 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 and it's going to happen. These are the resolutions that are going to happen. And like, sometimes that heaviness cannot feel like amazing. So I don't know. It kind of depends on the person, but I can see how some people might have a hard time accessing joy if that is their experience. Especially yes. After the holidays, if you live anywhere near where we live, the weather's fucking terrible. Yeah. Or it's not terrible and you're freaked out because of climate change. Like, oh God, it's supposed to be terrible, but it's 70 today and it's January. Like that's also very concerning. Like the weather's bad. Who knows what the next, who knows where we'll be with the pandemic this time. We'll be entering year three of this which is another reason that 2022 freaks me out like year three, literally of this. Seriously. Yeah. I, I feel like for me, this topic is about like kind of safe havens in your mind, like things that, you know, bring you joy, like not trying to chase after new joy. Like, no, I know. I love that show. I know. I love that movie. I know. I love that book. I'm just going to revisit it because I know it is a tried and true thing that makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And really these are, this is like very low hanging fruit to use a shitty, you know, corporate buzz term, but like, this is stuff that's like very easy to access in your mind. Like you might be listening to this thinking like, well, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the last thing is that brought me joy. Seriously. I think that one of the things that helps me is to try not to make anything that I, that comes up for me wrong. Like it literally mm. could be anything. It could be like, okay, love actually, definitely that book, that movie does not hold up with me too. And many other aspects of that movie does not, do not hold up in this time frame. but I actually really like it. And if you are like me and you really like it and you're like, well, I can't watch it because it's after the holidays, fuck that shit. Watch love actually <laughs> like go watch your thing. Like, it's like, if you only make holiday cookies in the holiday and you're like, oh, I just finished it. Make another batch. Like this is, these are very like things that are like really hopefully top of mind. And if they're not, that's okay. Like you could even go back and ask the people who were in your life, maybe a few years ago, like, Hey, do you remember anything that, you know, brought me a ton of joy or did we do stuff together? That was like really joyful. Can you like remind me, honestly, that's like a real thing that if, if someone asked you that, or if someone asked me that I would be so happy, I'd be like, Oh yeah, that's right. You used to love that show. Or you used to love going to that coffee shop or you used to constantly talk on and on and on about that one thing. And like, God, it would annoy the shit out of me, but you loved it. So why don't you do that? Like that kind of stuff. <laughs> Not that mean of a friend, just FYI. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that shitty show you loved? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really bad. Critics panned it, but you loved it. <laughs> oh my God. I love the idea of crowdsourcing it. That's so good. Because hopefully the people around you aren't in such despair that they can't remember. I love it. Yes. I'm even thinking, like, I'm thinking sometimes, like we've talked about before, like the worse off you are, the worse I feel, the harder it is to access like the things I know that will make me feel better. Absolutely. And the other day I was scrolling my Kindle. I have the Kindle app on my phone. Oh yeah. Scrolling the Kindle, looking at books. And it was just like, oh, right. I love this book. Right. And I'm not going to say what it is. It's way too embarrassing, but does not hold up is completely humiliating for a woman my age to enjoy it. (laughs) Do I still read it? 
absolutely. Because I know it will give me the dopamine hit I need. Yes. You know, I'm really, really bad, Karen, at re-reading books. Like really bad. Like I need to get better at it. I think this is really inspiring me. The one and only book that I have uh, reread is Homegoing. Have you ever read Homegoing? No. Oh my God. It's so good. It's like, it's honestly one of my favorite books. Um, but it's this woman named Yagasi and, um, she is, she read it when she was like 27 and it's about two sisters. This is, I'll make it this super brief, but basically it's about two sisters and in like the, I mean, at least 500 years ago, 400 years ago, who grew up in Ghana and what they were separated at birth. One was married into a soldier who was European and taking over Ghana. And then the other one was sold into slavery. And, um, and then it travels. Every single chapter is about a subsequent, um, ancestor and a subsequent generation. And it goes through 400 years. It's actually spectacular. I met her. I cried when I met her. She's amazing. She's used to be based in Berkeley. Anyway, long story. But the point is, is it like, that is just a, you know, tidbit. If anyone's looking for a really good book, it only came out like four or five years ago. But the point is, is that I never reread books. Like, do you reread books a lot? I need to. Oh my God. All the time. You do. Oh yeah. No, there are some books. I mean, I, I know them by heart and I still read them because I know it'll make me happy. It's the familiarity of it. Wow. That like, is just so comforting. It's just like, I know I enjoy this. I'm just going to revisit it. Oh my God. That is such a Jedi mindfulness move. Karen, you are, okay. you are going to be my muse when I do this. I don't even know what books I would go back and read. Like that's how little I would think. Like I think about this. Maybe I should go back in my Kindle. I've had my Kindle for a little bit. Yes. Go scroll back through. I mean, I've reread. I, for a couple of years, I would reread the Harry Potter books. Yeah. I haven't done that for a long time. Um, when I was a kid, I reread, I read the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series by Douglas Adams. I've read those a bunch of times. I have oh. a friend who rereads, I think it's Harry Potter every year. Oh my gosh. She that's amazing. Right. Like there are things like that. I mean, I love a lot of YA, so I feel like that's also like a very safe like thing to revisit. Yeah. That's a really um, safe yeah. thing. Wow. That's yeah. a, re- I mean, unless it's like hunger games or something, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, unless it's the hunger games, <laughs> but otherwise probably really great. I need to get into YA. I need to get into stuff. That's not like either like clinical, you know, like, you know, self-help how not to be depressed books and like, you know, books that are, I, I don't know, like, it's just sometimes I just want something that's like an escapist read. And so, yeah, if everyone out there is thinking like, oh, I did like that one book when I was a kid, pick it up. You never know. Today's episode about reclaiming joy is brought to you by embarrassing celebrity crushes of old. There are so many, so many. (laughs) You know who we're talking about? The person who's picture you had pinned on your wall you used to cut it out of the magazines all the time all of your friends used to talk about seeing all of their movies it's completely humiliating to you now katie i know you got one i do and mine is uh elijah wood for all of those who haven't heard me talk about him um the thing about this is is it's embarrassing currently but it also was somewhat embarrassing at the time (laughs) because i was the only one of my friends who actually liked him literally no one thought he was cute except for me everyone else loved the jonathan taylor thomases and the writer strongs and scott wolfs and all of those guys um yeah no one liked elijah so uh yeah that was mine 
okay, I'll just say mine really quickly. I have two super embarrassing ones. Andrew McCarthy, God love him. Terrible movie, great movies, terrible movies. Then the really bad one, Katie, Richard Grieco from oh, 21 Jump Street. Damn, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> good, terrible one. Yeah. It really is. It's like, where are they now? Wow. That could be an interesting podcast or not. <sighs> but yeah. Thank you for uh, Celebrity Crushes who sponsored today's episode. You never know. It might like light up that part of your brain again, or maybe you'll hate it now, or I don't know. I, I have done that. I've gone back and read. Oh, what did I reread? Oh, there was this book I loved <laughs> in college. I'm embarrassed to admit this. One of the English classes I took in college was the beauty and the beast theme in literature. Wow, really? That's a thing in college? Oh my God, literally an entire, we spent an entire semester at U of I reading different versions of Beauty and the Beast. Seriously? I I feel like that needs to be a different episode because I am really interested in this. How does that even become an entire semester? How? And a straight man, I mean, I think he was a straight man. As far as I know, he looked to me like just like a dude who taught this class and we reread this novel called Beauty. And it was like, as at the time, I mean, this is the nineties, as feminist a telling of Beauty and the Beast as you were gonna get. And I like, it took me forever to remember the name of it, but I went back and reread it. And it was just like, it made me so happy. Like, oh, right, I loved this. Wow, that's so wonderful. Did you talk about the candlestick in the Disney version? <laughs> or like, not to make fun of it at all, but I think that's amazing. But like, it wasn't about the actual Beauty and the Beast Disney show, right? Or was it? Oh no, because the, the Beauty and the Beast is like an old, it's not a grim fairy tale, but it's like an old folk tale. Oh, got it. Right. And so it's like, yes, that like theme. So it was like different versions of it. If I'm remembering this, like all over the world, there are these notions of this like beautiful maiden and this like hideous man are somehow forced together and whatever. And then they fall madly in love with each other or whatever. Like, yeah, it's a theme. I mean, I spent a whole semester. That's fascinating. Oh my gosh. It was not a breakdown of the Disney movie, which also would have been (laughs) hilarious. Oh my God. I had an entire semester in college that we, we like read and talked about Jane Eyre and I loved it so much. And I actually saved the book. I bet it's at my mom's house. I should get it when I'm at home for Christmas because even though now it's January 3rd, but whatever, we're recording this early, but like, basically I remember it so well, it was so wonderful. I mean, talk about like feminists, you know, icon, like it was just Yeah, it was really interesting, but that's a really good idea. And I think that the one thing that I also will plug with this topic about recalling past joys is to make space to do them. Because Mm. like, I think that like something that keeps coming up with the people that I'm talking to is that they're too busy, that they have too many things going on and all of us are busy and I'm not discounting anyone's personal experience. And I just think that like so much can be gained by prioritizing joy, even if it's like for five minutes, seriously, set a timer on your phone for five minutes. And like, maybe joy will be sitting and staring at the wall or staring at your ceiling. That's okay. But like making it something that you think about a little bit more often and like make time for, even if it doesn't have a productivity metric at the end of it. Mm. Damn. Amen to that. I mean, I think I've mentioned this before and any of my coworkers, or if you're listening and know that I have these blocks of t- like my calendar is just a shit show. It's always full of things. I have nine 
to 9.30 a.m. blocked every day on my calendar because I don't want to see none of you fools at nine o'clock in the morning on any day. I love that. Yeah, no, we're not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm an old lady. I don't sleep well. I'm not getting on Zoom at 9 a.m. Seriously, Karen, that is another Jedi move. That is so smart. Wow, that's so smart. And you know what? You do it like you'll get the work done at other times. Like it's like prioritizing yourself, prioritizing what feels good to you. Oh my God. And I'm working. I just don't want to be in a meeting with you at nine o'clock oh, in the morning. Fair. Totally. Right. And, but I, I think it, rem- why I thought of it is like, yeah, block off time on your calendar and then you'll respect it the way other people respect it. Like, oh, I tried to set up this meeting with you, but I see it's blocked on your calendar. And it's like, yes, that's right. I'm meeting with myself. <laughs> I yes. am meeting with my pajamas at 9 a.m. But scheduling times to like, I'm just going to schedule this time to breathe to chill out, to meditate, to stare at the wall, to feel better. Yes. It's so good. It's so smart. That's such a good idea to schedule it. And if you're not someone who lives by a schedule, like just think that like, just schedule it in the morning. Like, just think like, when am I going to have a moment to take a walk and then just write it on a post-it and then just do it and give it a shot. Just try it for like two or three days and see what happens to your mental health. Like that's my un, uh, you know, verified prescription because I'm not a mental health professional, but I do know that from experience, it helps. I mean, as far as Spotify and Apple podcasts are concerned, you're a mental health professional. We're under mental health podcasts, right? We both are. We might as well have our PhDs. <laughs> like we, We're so profesh. Yes. But yes, for everyone who's thinking and like feeling a little bit less than joyful or really joyful and want to keep that going, like we're here for you. We're, we're cheering you on. You can do this. Yeah. And I would say either way journal, either way, it's something, another thing I always forget about. If you're feeling awesome, write about it so that sad you can revisit it. And if you feel like shit, write about it because it will make you feel better just to get it out of you and onto paper or your keyboard or whatever. Yes. I love that so much. That's such a good idea to like talk to your future self. If it's a happy self or a sad self or an in-between self, either way, it's always useful to document how you're feeling right now, but happy new year, Karen, Mm -hmm. happy new year, everyone. It's really nice to see you in this January timeframe. Happy new year. (laughs) even though it's not January, but yes, happy new year, everybody. We'll see you next week.